Gosh, this is so awesome, man. I never in a million years thought something like this would happen. Out of turn number four come the most powerful weight models on the planet, the world of outlaws. I call Scott my dad, and uh, <laughs> nothing like the best in the business, breathing down your throat your first outlaw in. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 36 of Stick Signals. You're listening to the official podcast of the World of Outlaws, Morton Building's Late Model Series, and Dirt Car Racing. Hi, everyone. Happy Race Week and happy Race Week Eve for the World of Outlaws, Morton Building's Late Model Series. It is finally Race Week with the Dryden World Short Track Championship. And obviously, World Finals next week. Hi, everyone. My name is Ruben Morales. Mick, alongside me, how are you, my friend? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Good, good. Glad to uh, see you guys again and do, do another podcast. It's been so long since I've seen you guys, so I'm just ready to, uh, uh, you know, head on out to Charlotte and, and uh, have a great weekend with you guys next weekend. Uh, Mike, how are you? Good. You said race week eve, and I'm like, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait we, don't, we, don't, we don't race tomorrow? What are you talking about? And that That's how, like, <laughs> I'm like... World Short Track does that to you. There's a lot. There's just a lot going on. Yep. Everybody's here in the office right now. Yes. Getting ready for this big event. It's arguably one of the biggest events for dirt car racing of the year, though, if not the, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're getting ready to roll with that. Hard to believe it's, you know, we're taping this Wednesday morning. It starts tomorrow. Starts tomorrow. And, we're, and uh, the end of the season is right there on the horizon with World Finals around the corner. And uh, there is no real off season, but it's 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 sort of nice to to see things come to a conclusion. Yeah, it really is. And this sixth annual event has really skyrocketed. Like it's, it's been amazing, uh, between the nine divisions. I mean, this, there's an excess of $120,000 for this purse. Uh, this mega event takes place this weekend race fans. Uh, obviously I'm sure you, if you haven't heard of it, I mean, you are definitely out of the loop, but it's definitely October 28th, 29th and 30th, uh, at the dirt track at Charlotte motor speedway, big weekend too, guys. Cause obviously there's been two races and we talked about this last week, Mick, you talked about, uh, the track where they regrew it and you know got carbon and minerals and all that stuff uh we actually get to see nine divisions on this racetrack and give us a little taste of what's to come next week with the world finals that's exactly right and that's sort of um a key role that it plays going into world finals is to sort of get a gauge on where the track conditions are and what what may need to be done you know obviously the hornets don't kick up as, as much dirt as the sprint cars and the late models, but there are, if I'm not mistaken, 602s and and 604s and pro late models, pro and, late, yeah, and then also we've got the some of the Northeast Sportsmen and 358s coming. No, too? pro stocks, just the pro stocks, pro stocks and sportsmen. Okay, so oh, sorry, pro stocks and sportsmen modified. We do have to make that distinction because right, 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 because there's all sorts of other pro stocks and sportsmen's. But yes, so that serves a, a crucial role as far as getting a gauge on where the track stands, and then uh, then we roll into World Finals. Well, and you know. We talk about dirt car racing, and, well, we'll start off. I think the highlight of the weekend might be the UMP Modified Division when it comes down to it. Well, Ruben, you said this is the sixth annual World Short Track Championship. Only two guys have won Mm -hmm. in the... uh, Five years. I know you know the answer already. Ruben, can you name those two guys? This should be pretty easy. Uh, I mean, some guy maybe named Nick Hoffman, I believe. That's one of them. It, can you name the other? Uh, if I'm not, it has to be David Stremme. Is it David Stremme? No. Strickler. Oh, Strickler. Strickler. Yeah. Wow. Strickler. Which is makes, not... but, but that's a very good guess. Like, yeah. that would have been the, yeah. that would have been my third one if not for Strickler. For sure. And those have been some really good races between Stremme and Strickler there at Charlotte yeah, for the World Short Track mm-hmm. Championship. So. Yeah, and you know, last year Chris Arnold, who we'll hear from in a little bit, the driver out of Virginia, was the one that split them on the podium. Yep. So it, it, it's going to be a fun race to watch. But you know, you talk about this. You know, we have the pro, pro late models coming up. You know, 
there's guys that come out of nowhere. Some of the guys that you see in the Super Lates come out of nowhere to yeah. run that. Davenport won the thing in 2017. I mean, Michael Brown's won the thing a couple times, too, as we've seen him down at Cherokee a couple of times. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be, I wouldn't be shocked to see, like, Kyle Bronson come out of nowhere, who finished second last year to John Rochario. And, you know, he's a guy that, you know, you can expect. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you can expect, but if he's there, you can expect him to be good. And, and we, we say if we do have pre-entries. But you still can come at the last second. Yeah, so. you can just show up day of if you want to pull your trailer on over. But it, it'll be interesting to see if if any if we get any super late guys come up come up. We already talked about Madden that's going to be running a UMP, UMP too, mod, which yep. is going to be very interesting. And you know he's won a few times at the dirt track in Charlotte in a late model. Right. As you see, you know if you're paying attention, I posted the 2019 victory for Madden at the mm-hmm. World Finals on uh, Facebook and Twitter. So get a look back at that. He knows how to get around this place. You know, speaking of Nick Hoffman, he's actually been sp- spending the past couple nights in a midget car out of Millbridge running the uh, Brian, what, what's what's it called? The Brian the Walker? Walkopedia Wa- Carolina Midget Showdown. So it's not the Brian Brian Walker Midget Showdown. It's, no, it's Walkopedia. <laughs> which has been a great event. to see. And Nick is really, like, he, he was second in hot laps yesterday or something. Not sure how he finished in the feature. He went uh, from 15th to 6th. I, I actually watched wow. it on Dirt Vision. Uh, that's last night, not the first night. Um, and yeah, I don't I don't know what he finished last night, but yeah, he was actually he was ripping in that midget. It was pretty cool. You better watch out, Midget World, because he uh he's adapting pretty fast. There's so many like little storylines this weekend. You know, the sportsman, you know, there's a lot of good guys coming down. Another guy we'll talk to in a little bit, Mike Fowler. He's he's a guy that's looking forward to this. But you get some of the best of the best of the sportsman, the pro mm-hmm. stocks coming down. It, it's gonna be a fun week. I'm looking forward to it. You know, three days of racing action. Yep. Feels weird because like yeah, after Dirt Week, I haven't been to a race since. Right. It's and, and you know I you know the first week I had no problem with that, but I started to get that withdrawal again because you're you're usually not gone for more than two weeks. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been a little weird, you know. And the same thing for you, you know, Mister Fall Nationals out at Bato. You haven't taken a week off. <laughs> Did you say you called? No, you've I mean, called a hundred races this year. You're at a hundred, or we'll make a hundred. So no, I beat eighty four. I'm actually at eighty nine right now. I need eleven more. Um, and and that's gonna be tough because. It's three world finals, and then I have four more um, extreme races, and then I have two more back here at Votto. So it's going to be like right at 98. Uh, and it You're sucks because I went. Hold on. Can I make the argument it's two world finals because you, there's not a feature on Thursday? It's just qualifying. That's up to well, the, stat, the that, stats that's nerds. A, that's actually that's right because I don't count practice days. So I guess it's not really a practice day either, but you know what I mean. But see, it's not a practice day, so technically there's competition because qualifying counts, and there's technically, you know, competition, so that would count as a race night. I, I can see Ruben, like, the day before New Year's Eve down at the local mall, the go-kart track, just like, please <laughs> let me get to 100. Let me call one race, man. Come Announcing on. the train. <laughs> yes. 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 The mall train, yeah. Yes. Oh, man. And here comes Santa Claus right down Santa Claus Lane for the final <laughs> time around the tree. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's going to be close, Ho- hopefully. I mean, if it wasn't for the, you know. Right out steering summer nationals, I'd probably already be there, but it's yeah. okay. Uh, but yeah, you got you, you talk about the modifieds being like the big division, and and I love dirt car UMP modifieds because there's so many good drivers, but it's even more fun when they all uh, race together. Because you know summer nationals is fun and all, but you know Nick Hoffman. That's exciting when Mike Harrison shows up. Nothing against the other guys when Kurt Spaulding shows up. You know, like when there's mm-hmm. all the good guys unite. And that's why I love Florida in February, which, by the way, it's crazy. That's right around the corner. Right around the corner, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I know. But anyway, like we, we have Chris Arnold, guys, David Stremme, Kurt Spaulding, 
three-time NASCAR Truck Series champion Matt Crafton coming. There's a lot of good modified drivers coming, and I feel like this is the year that maybe Hoffman or Strickler don't win, and we see we, we see a new winner with the modifieds this year at Charlotte. Yeah, but, the, but I mean, don't sleep on the Monster Mini Stocks or the Hornets either, though. I mean, that's a giant track for those guys, and they actually put on some pretty pretty good racing side by side. I think one of the gnarliest wrecks I've ever seen live in a. a at a, at a racetrack, though, happened with the, the Monster Minis. Trust me when I tell you, no one is more excited to see the Hornets and Monster Minis than World Racing Group PR god Nick Graziano. <laughs> that is for sure. He is excited. He is, that's who he's covering this weekend. Oh, yeah. Not surprising at all, if you know him. Graziano legitimately loves the Hornets. Like, I'm pretty sure that someday he's going to start his own touring, the, the World of Outlaws Hornets division or something. Who knows? I mean, come on. The Hornets are the showstoppers. Let's be real. Uh, one thing I've come to learn, I mean, we, they call them... Uh, we we really got to sit down and come up with a name from around around the nation because they're called what thunder or hornets four bangers uh, you know they they have every name in the book like to me they're hornets but I I don't know what they call them in the south they they have like hundred different names but yeah one thing I learned I have them on my local track but when I went and watched them in the south. It is the real deal. Like <laughs> they can get it on, and it's it's a show like no other. Oh, these guys put it put it together, and in the north they they are called uh, four cylinders, just which is really what they are at the end of the day. But. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Good luck unifying nomenclature across dirt racing, Ruben. I yeah, don't think anybody's uh, been able to do that yet. <laughs> like we can't even really agree what a modified is. Super late model. I think everyone's okay with what a super late model is. Everything else. 604. Well, well, no, modifieds are pretty easy. The real modifieds go in the northeast. I mean, um, <laughs> yeah. wow. Listen, you're going to take shots at me last week. I'm coming back at you this week. I. <laughs> you're okay. right. You're right. But no, uh, you're right. That, that's going to be tough. But it's going to be cool. We're going to see nine different divisions yep. here this weekend. And, I, you know, I'm excited to get to watch cars go around. It's going to be cool. I, I went to the, like I said, I went to the test session last week. It's the first laps I've ever seen at the Dirt Track at Charlotte. Yeah. So I'm excited to see some racing competition. It's true. And the, the really nice pl- thing is, like, your post-race shower is actually at home where you can actually get clean, not a hotel where it's, like, crappy little washcloths and stuff. I mean, it can't be any worse than the last time I stayed at a hotel. The guy who I was rooming with sounded like a f- freight train going through a fireworks show when he was snoring. Was that this guy on the other side of the TV here? No way. Not at all. <laughs> oh, no. No. I, I am a very silent sleeper. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, details about the Triton World Short Track Championship. Uh, it, it all starts on, uh, well, Wednesday. Haulers. So if you're a competitor listening to this right now, don't forget you have to be uh, loading in today. Uh, <laughs> the episode rolls out. Um, Thursday. Yeah, it all starts. You're late. More information at... <laughs> Yeah, you're late. Yeah, th- uh, dirtcard.com has the schedule race fans if you want more information. Um, and of, of course, everyone at PR World Racing Group does a great job. There's a map with parking. Uh, Thank you. Just pitter with all the information, uh, all that stuff. I believe it's PR that does that. So uh, good job to you guys. And uh, yeah, that's all that information's on there. All the order of events, the times, the schedule. I won't read it all. Um, but yeah, it's all on there at dirtcar.com for more information and get excited for this weekend's Driding World Short Track Championship. I've, I've got a question. When Ruben snores, does he, does he say... <laughs> Cream cheese on a bagel. <laughs> no, he does not, but that's funny. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, you know, that's uh, Mike Warren's comment yesterday was just funny. Uh on my social media post. For you race fans that uh follow me on social media. Well, I guess I post it on Facebook, I guess. It's harder for you fans to I see I'm just not a big Twitter guy. But I posted uh, you know, thankful for everyone that came out to the races this year as the season winds down. Um 
you know, comment your best memory and, and Mike Warren. Mike, what'd you, what'd you put now? It was a... Uh, I put a picture of you getting your head and mustache shaved from PDC, <laughs> yes. and I said, the time, that time your upper lip was smoother than cream cheese on a bagel. <laughs> that was absolutely funny. That was smooth. That was, as, that was as good as, I'm pretty sure you race fans saw it too over the summer. There was a meme rolling around uh, of me. You know, the stash is a 2017 bomber feature winner or something like that. <laughs> and so then I ended up replying like, yeah, I just shaved off the feature winner sticker right off the middle. Yeah, <laughs> it's getting too old. <laughs> That's good. But, uh, all the love from the race fans. You got to love it. And again, thank you all so much for listening to Stick Signals. Uh, we're just having fun. You know, it's it, it's the best time of the year to be a, a race fan. And I say that a lot, but really, last time I said that was PDC USA Nationals week with the Outlaws. But this this week definitely really is because, I mean, come on, we're at the dirt track at Charlotte for two weekends, and, and the World Finals upon us next week. Uh, it just it just don't get better, guys. It don't get better. No, it doesn't. And at this time, we're gonna get into a couple of the competitors that we're gonna see this week. First off, we'll talk to the guy who finished second in last year's World Short Track Championship in the UMP Modified Division. Let's welcome Chris Arnold to Stick Signals. Well, guys, the Dryden World Short Track Championships is here. It's finally the week, and we're going to sit down with one of the drivers you can expect to see in UMP Modified competition this week, Chris Arnold, joining us today from Virginia. Chris, how's it going? Going good, man. How about yourself? Not too bad. Not too bad. You know, it's a big week for us. A lot of divisions to get ready for, but I know you're focusing on the UMP. Yeah, absolutely. Mike, uh, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's so crazy to see, the, you know, uh, the number of names that we have down here that come out for the World Short Track Championship, you know, the Pro-Late Model Division, UMP Modified Division, Crate Modifieds, Crate Sportsmen, or all the way down to the Hornet. There's nine divisions of this thing, and uh, I think there's a lot of standouts in every single field. But uh, if we take a look at the 2020 uh, results uh, from last year's Dreading World Short Track Championship, there's one name that kind of stands out. A uh, guy that's making his de- uh, made his debut last year, and that's that's you, Chris. That was uh, you made your debut in the event last year, and you ran second to uh, one of the, basically one of the best UMP modified drivers in the country, Kyle Strickler. Um, you know, how did that uh, whole finish, um, you know, whole that whole weekend rather uh, seem to you? It was a big stage, and uh, you really brought the heat. Yeah, no, I mean we've we've never really wanted to. We never really came down to Charlotte before, just because it's a three day ordeal and. Um, you got to take off a lot of work. So we normally use our vacation days to kind of travel to different racetracks. We go to Fairbury a couple times a year. We go to Volusia. Um, this year we went to Bristol, finished, uh, third at Bristol for the invitational race in April. So that was pretty fun as well. Um, I mean, just finishing behind Kyle last year. I mean, that's, can't really complain about that, you know, between Strickler and Hoffman, they're two of the best mod guys in the country. So, um, we get to race with those guys half of our year, a lot of the bigger races. So I get to see those guys quite often, but just thankful that we had a good run last year. And I enjoyed Charlotte for the first time being there. It was a fun racetrack. Absolutely. What would you say was like your favorite part or like what you like most about uh, the red clay out there? Uh, well, I mean, we race on red clay a lot around here. Virginia Motor Speedway has got some pretty good stuff. And um, a lot of the tracks in North Carolina are real sandy. Charlotte's got like a truer deep south red clay and not so much the typical Carolina's red clay that you see. Um, I think last year's uh, – when we, uh, I believe our feature was a day race because we were fighting weather, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, the track cleaned up very well. Um, it was much better during that day race than it was probably I'd say practice and qualify night. It was a little choppy and you, you typically, when you get in that racetrack and it's hammered down because of arrow and it's just very difficult sometimes to pass. So when it cleans up, like it did last year, it just puts on good racing, 
Um, hoping that it does the same this year. I mean, hopefully we're not fighting any weather, but I'd hope like to see the track clean up like it did last year and get real slick. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of, you know, the track conditions and such, you know, you typically race on a lot of the, you know, the, the um, uh, you know, Virginia tracks and things, some of which are bigger inside, like, you know, Virginia Motor Speedway and stuff. Um, you know, with those bigger tracks that kind of offer those higher speeds, um, is there anything that you can take from those that you race on, you know, um, you, during the weekends to, you know, and transfer it down here when you come to Charlotte? Well, absolutely. And it's, it's funny you ask me that. So since we went to Bristol earlier in the year, when I go to these half mile racetracks, it, it don't even feel like I'm moving anymore. <laughs> <laughs> when we went to Bristol earlier in the year and, you know, on practice night, I think we laid down the, the fastest mod lap at Bristol. So it's kind of neat to have that. Yes. Um, kind of, I know we didn't set quick time on Friday, but at least I can say I have the fastest mod lap around Bristol because we were slower on Friday and Saturday. So, I mean, I'd say after going there, uh, the half miles, it's like when I go to Charlotte and Virginia Motor Speedway and Volusia, I'm sitting there going like, man, how can I run these tracks wide open? Like I did at Bristol to get through the corner faster. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. No, speaking of Bristol, I mean, how did that whole experience go for you i mean well i mean obviously you finished well you finished third it went very well for you but how did it kind of sit with you after being there for you know three days and you kind of on your ride home like what were you thinking about like holy cow you know just because everybody was marveling at the speed there especially the mod guys i don't think half of them had ever gone that fast yeah i mean i kind of and i'm not holding to this because we definitely may be back next year but it to me it kind of had one of those like i did it vibes i don't know if i'm gonna do it again mm-hmm. all right <laughs> um you know, I've been to Gateway a couple times and Gateway puts on an awesome show, but they kind of give the same vibes too. you know, like I've done it. Do I really want to go back there and do it again? And it's uh, it's obviously a very big stage, but Bristol is is hard on equipment, too. You know, when we got back, we uh, had to replace a couple parts. Obviously, Friday night, I got into a wreck and had to rebuild the car for Saturday. And it's just it's. I would say that the racing was pretty good there, um, especially when they were able to slow it down. But it's uh, it's just a different animal. You know, when we came home, when we were on the way home, we were like, holy crap. Right. <laughs> that, that, I mean, that place was insane. Oh, absolutely. You know? What did you think of the banking? I would think that it was it started typically for cup races. It's like 31 or 32 degrees, but then they flattened down to about 38 with the dirt on it. It was still probably quite a, a, a feeling when you get out in the corner going 100 and almost 140 150 miles an hour right there right oh my god yeah i mean the g and that's mainly what we felt you know the the speeds down the straightaway i didn't really notice much difference even though we are going faster but when you go off into that corner wide open and it just sucks you into the seat with that banking it's like it's like doing one of those roller coasters that take off from zero to 60 and you don't even have a chance to breathe times 12. Yeah. Like a power <laughs> launch. Yeah. That's crazy. Now, one of the things when you come down to this event, of course, support anywhere you go. And of course we, we know David Rudiman's going to be here, your chassis builder this weekend. What's it mean to get the support from him knowing he's going to be here at Charlotte this weekend? Uh, I mean, anytime I get a chance to race with David, I enjoy it. I have fun. I was, I actually, I just was in Charlotte uh, last Tuesday. We got in a pretty bad wreck uh, last week at the uh, race for the kids at County Line. So I actually had to strip my car entirely down, take it to David, and he had to fix something on the chassis. And then we brought it back home. And um, I've been actually uh, hauling butt to get this thing finished for this week. And we still got a lot to go. So we'll be there. We just may be a little late Thursday, but... uh, we, uh, we've had a, a long week and a half, to say the least. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Well, hopefully you can kind of, uh, you know, make some good of it and cash it in and hopefully pick up, pick up your first, uh, you know, award short track victory. I know if you will, if you are, or any other driver can be, uh, you know, the first to knock off, you know, Strickler and Hoffman, of course they've won each of the last five years uh, Hoffman or, uh, Strickler's got three and Hoffman's got two. Nobody else has ever won. You know, I got to ask, uh, you know, with the year that you've had and the experience now that you've had Charlotte, you know, let's be your second time back. Do you think you can knock them off? Uh, I think we're going to be extremely good. I know last year I picked the wrong tire and, uh, the Hoosier guy was actually pretty surprised I was able to bring it home second. We went a little bit softer compound than those guys. Um, so I would say if we uh, we put the right tire on this year, I may may be able to have something for those guys. You know, the, the half-mile stuff, I think uh, it, as long as your car is pretty fast and you can keep it pretty straight, and I, I think it evens out a little bit more with, with the faster guys up front. So um, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I think we're going to have a good weekend and – um, it's actually a points race for me because uh, you guys may or may not know this, but the Southeastern Modified Series has this listed as a points race, and we're oh, we're no leading kidding. the points. At, yeah, we're leading the points in that deal. So we got two races left. We have Charlotte, and then we have uh, one more race at County Line. So it'd be nice to have a good finish this weekend and maybe get a win out of it, and so I can hold on to this points deal. Right. Absolutely. Well, in addition to chasing your points championship, uh, you know. Charlotte is for this event has been one of the historically not for the past five or six years now has been one of the biggest stages that any, you know, weekly racer can race on through all of these divisions that we offer, um, you know, with, with, you know, dirt vision broadcasting these events live and, um, driving, you know, having their, their crew out there and presenting all the, the cool trophies and all the pageantry and sort of stuff like that. And all the giveaways that we do, um, it's really just a, a huge stage. Um, so to end up in victory lane on Saturday night, you know, what would this mean for, you know, your career? Uh, I mean, I, obviously I think it would be my biggest win I've had. I mean, I've had some biggest, big wins, um, just never on that huge platform. You know, we've gone out to Fairbury and one out there on a preliminary night for the PDC. I've almost got a win at gateway before. I mean, we've, we've won a lot of big races. We've just never really got a chance to get that big national win, um, with everybody watching. So, I mean, being able to win that race would, would, would mean a lot to me. You know, I've been chasing that big national win. I mean, I've won some renegades dirt shows, some different things like that, but it's never that big national one has always seemed to kind of escape away from me. Absolutely. What do you think of that trophy? Pretty cool. It's like a very unique kind of like red and white oil barrel. Oil barrel. There can't be anything like that in your trophy collection. At, at, well, I have the one from last year. That's oh, it. oh, yeah, that, that's <laughs> yep. correct. You did win the. They did, I forgot. They do get podium trophies. It's yeah. for second and third, so you do have one of those. But this one, you don't have the big one though. Yeah, I mean, well, that one's really a participation trophy, so it's just kind of sitting <laughs> over there on the side, man. Yeah, I, right. I, mean, I got gotcha. you. To be able to to be able to get that one that's got the first on it and stuff. I mean. The trophies are nice. I love having wall checks on the side of the walls and everything. I mean, just just being able to go down there and race, and and if I can find a way to pull a win out of there, it would it would mean a lot to me, you know? Absolutely. Um, and then finally, after you know, uh, after the uh, World Short Track Championship, we've got another dirt car event special to UMP Modifieds coming up. I don't know if you're going to uh, participate in this event again uh, this year, but uh, we've got the Mill and Dale Rudiman Memorial coming up at Volusia um, at the uh, end of November there. Um, I believe it's the 18th through the 20th um, at Volusia Speedway Park. Uh, Chris, are you going to be uh, back for that race again this year? 
We will. Yep. We will be at the Rudiman Memorial race. Uh, definitely. Uh, Rudiman builds my cars and I love going out there and supporting his event for him. It means a lot to us. All right, cool. Well, Chris, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. And, um, you know, we hope to, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, have, we hope you have a lot of good luck at Charlotte and, uh, you know, thanks again for joining us. No problem guys. I'll see you guys this weekend. I appreciate it. So, Chris Arnold, one of the guys that you can expect to be a contender this weekend in the UMP Modified Division during the Dryden World Short Track Championship. Well, we're going to keep the open wheel theme going and go into the Northeast Sportsman Modifieds, or the Sportsman Modifieds that race in the Northeast, rather, as we saw these guys at Super Dirt Week. And this guy had a good run at Super Dirt Week. We caught up with the driver of the 410 car, Mike Fowler, a guy I know very well, and he can cook very well, and we get into that also. Let's hear from him as he gets ready for this weekend in Charlotte. Well, we're here with Fulton, New York's Mike Fowler as he gets ready to come down for the third time for the Driding World Short Track Championship coming up this week. Mike, thanks for joining us this afternoon, man. I know you're busy before you got to make that long haul down here to Charlotte. Uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So, like we were saying before, this is your third time down here. First off, I got to ask, what do you love about coming to this event and the dirt track at Charlotte as a whole? Uh, the atmosphere. Um, you're on a pretty big stage at Charlotte at the dirt track there. That's a pretty big deal. It's a real nice facility. Um, you know, you're there with people that you typically don't get to see race. You get to take in some action from different classes that you typically don't get to watch on a normal basis. And you get to meet some new people. And uh, just the overall experience of it is what I really enjoy. Um, Mike, there's a whole lot of, uh, like you said, the, the atmosphere down here is really good at the track with, you know, camping and just seeing uh, just a whole bunch of race cars that you don't typically see. But I also come down here to a different part of the country where you don't often go and people make, you know, whole weekends out of it, make a vacation out of it, visit some new places. There's a lot, of do, lot to do in the city of Charlotte, which is only about 15 minutes away. Do you have any sort of uh, traditions, uh, things that you kind of form down here? I know this will only be your like third or, you know, fourth year coming down here, but do you, have you formed any things that you uh, want to do or maybe a bucket list when you visit here? Uh, one thing. Thing that uh, one of the guys that comes with me every year, he, he, his dad set on. We got to go to Twin Peaks. We've got to get a thirty-two ounce or thirty-two degree draft beer, uh, one of their mugs. It's it, I don't know. It's that's his thing. So we go do it. Um, you know the food there is great. The atmosphere is nice, uh, and you always run into. You seem to run into some uh, some people that you typically wouldn't ever have a conversation with. Uh, a couple years ago, after the World Finals, we came down for our race, drove the truck and trailer home, worked four days, and then drove back Thursday night for the World Finals and spent the weekend down there. And we ended up striking up a conversation with Sammy Swindell. You know, that's something that I'll never forget. And uh, under those circumstances, at that place in that area, I, that probably never would ever happen again. Well, geez, you say you talked with Sammy Swindell. What do you? Uh, what do you guys remember talking about? Uh, it was just, uh, just normal. You know, chit chat, BS, not really racing related, but it was, hey man, how how you know how's your weekend been? You know that kind of thing. And he asked what I raced, and you know we had a little conversation. It was fun. It was nice. Now for you, this is obviously a lot different than anything you guys race on all year. Maybe not the size of the track, but the red clay is totally different for these sportsman cars. Yeah, it is. Um, it's really abrasive, um, and it, and it does <laughs> it does take a toll on your tires, uh, mainly the right rear. Um, you got to come down prepared that you're going to burn off one or two tires. Um, it's just how it is. When we went to Lakeview in January, um, it was the same deal there. The red clay, it's abrasive. It's fast. Um, it doesn't get slippery, real slippery, like it does like the tracks up north up here do. Um, so you take that into account and you just got to adjust your setup for it. Now, you've had some pretty decent success in this race so far, you know, out of 
a couple tries. It's 13th so far in every single, in both of them, but you've come from 20th and 21st both times. So you've been able to pass some cars here. It's just getting into those upfront spots against some of the best sportsman drivers has been a little tough. Yeah, the first year we, uh, the first year, I think it was 2018, it was my first year back. We originally had planned, I was on my three nights. So it was Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night at work, night to get out till Friday morning. Well, Thursday night they had practice and it rained. So they canceled that and then they canceled early on Friday and my buddy was coming over to the house to, we were going to pull the motor out of the car because we were going to go to Utica that weekend and it rained a bunch up here and they canceled. And when he got to the uh, the house, he was like, what are you doing? He goes, this does not look like we're getting ready to pull this motor. I said, want to go on a road trip? He goes, we're going to Charlotte, aren't we? I said, yeah, let's go. He goes, what time are we leaving? And we showed up at eight o'clock and, you know, that was the year I won the last chance race. I had to start tailing the heat because uh, they already had qualifying done. And, you know, I had to, I ended up winning that. And, uh, you know, we made the show. I was happy with 13th. Uh, track was rubbered up by then. But, you know, it was an experience. You know, those last minute things, I've kind of done those a few times. And uh, they're kind of fun. I'm, I'm not going to lie about it. Now, you've had a pretty good year so far in the Northeast as well. You know, we, we obviously got to pay attention in Super Dirt Week. You come home in the eighth in the Chevy Performance 75. You timed 11th. You get the heat race win. And then you talk about your Friday night campaign, third in points up at Can Am in 2021, two victories as well. You had a pretty nice year for what's always a really tough sportsman class up there. Yeah. Um, thanks. Uh, you know, we worked pretty hard um, in this offseason and getting better. Um, and I think we found something towards the end of the year end of the year last year, you know, with October fast being with the COVID stuff, it was kind of a weird situation. So we didn't have dirt week, but we really hit on something there at the end of the year where I, our mindset going into every race was bring the best prepared car that we could and unload fast. And we were able to do that every night uh, that we showed up at October fast. It just kind of carried over this year. And it was nice to finally get a win this year and then uh, followed up with a, a second win up there at the Hagen Memorial up at Can Am, which was really special to me. Uh, Brandon was a really good friend of mine. And then, you know, we carry the, you know, the momentum, so to speak, right in a dirt week, we didn't time as well as we'd liked. Um, I, I got impeded by a slower car there on my second lap. So it really hurt my second lap, but, you know, ended up 11th. I think there was only like three cars that uh, really timed inside the top 10 that came from the second half of the time trial group. So, you know, I'm something to be kind of proud about that, you know, I beat majority of the cars and, you know, we ended up time in 11th anyways. And, uh, you know, I was able to win the heat race and Chris Marcinko from uh, Northern New York racing connection. He interviewed me that Saturday, the day after the heats. And he was like, is that your biggest win? And it didn't really sink in. I won a heat race and it, yeah, it's a heat race. It is probably the biggest heat race win I'll ever have in my life, to be honest with you. It doesn't pay anything, but it's uh, pretty prestigious, and I'm, I'm pretty proud of it. Well, Mike, you know, the, of course, this race here is going to be part of the tail end of the Durkar Sportsman Modified Falls Championship. Uh, that includes uh, the outlet started back with the Outlaw 200 weekend, went through all the satellite races at Super Dirt Week, uh, and then, of course, uh, the Chevy Performance 75 as well. When you band all of those races together in this kind of little two week, two or three week stretch, is this, is it sort of like forming a little bit of a tradition for all these sports from racers up in the area, you know, you included to kind of wrap up your year at Charlotte? Uh, is this kind of something that you see will kind of, um, you know, be a good thing for the, uh, the uh, local drivers to kind of make it a tradition to come on down to Charlotte to end the year? 
Yeah, I, I personally, um, I look forward to it. Um, I know there might be some talks about some of this changing, but um, I look forward to it. I look forward to it as being a little vacation to get away that I get to take my race car to. Um, you just go down, you race for a couple hours, you pack up, you do whatever you got to do for the next day, whatever your plans may be, and you can go enjoy Charlotte and take in some of the other races or do whatever you got to do. Um, I The drive doesn't bother me. Um, the distance... Uh, I I've drove 12 hours overnight to race, turn around, get back in my truck and, you know, load the car up and turn around and drive right back home. So the distance doesn't bother me at all. Um, I don't mind the traveling. I enjoy it. Um, so I think it's a, it's a nice tradition, but I think if the car count doesn't come up, um, you, you got to look at something else and maybe, maybe the answer is bring in 358s and alternate the 358s with the sportsman. And, uh, maybe it can create interest because you're not doing it every year. Um, because there are some couple big races there a couple weeks after dirt week and before this. So uh, some of those guys go to that instead, and maybe we can generate some interest that way. Well, now, step away from racing for a second. As many, I know, I know quite well, we've heard through the grapevine, you're one hell of a cook, especially when it comes to chicken wings. <laughs> you might know that first, Sam. I, I might have gotten a little care package at Super Dirt Week. That was very good, I must say. I will say, I was sitting right next to Mike when he, dro- when he, dropped, the, when he dropped those off, and I asked him, I said, who and what like how did you get those and he told me that you cooked them for him and i my jaw was almost on the floor that you had cooked like these really uh mar- professionally marinated chicken wings right in a bag and bought them right here at super dirt week it was quite the surprise yeah uh well it all started october fast when uh i want to say it was friday night of october fast when we everybody was at canadago i believe i was at home um i decided to not race canadago i'd raced the previous two nights I wanted to make sure my car was 100% ready for weeds part. And, you know, you run three, four nights back to back, you're going to you're gonna skimp on some maintenance, you're going to miss something. And I wanted to be the best that I could be and unload out of the box fast. And so when they were racing or whatever, and I'm shooting on Twitter, I'm calling people out, and I'm just having a good time cooking chicken wings at home, that's where the whole chicken wing thing stemmed from. And I ended up bringing them to... Uh, the weeds for it just warned him get any so i had to make up for it this year that's true and, and and it helped that you know you got into the show friday you were locked in so you didn't have to worry about anything on saturday so it made life a little bit easier for you to just relax yeah uh that was nice i was looking to be a little bit more relaxed than that i was hoping a time in the top six that was our goal but you know the best starting spot that you could get without timing in the top six was seventh and we accomplished that so i can't hang my head on it um everybody knows we were there we had speed and honestly, in the 75 lapper, I was content with finishing all 75 laps and finishing inside the top 10 and not beating up the car too bad. That's That was my goal. And if I fell outside of the top 10, I was going to pull in because it wasn't worth it to me. I, I accomplished my goal. Um, I, I mean, obviously, you go to a race to win, but I didn't have a car to win. So... Um, you take what you can get and you move on to the next one. Well, Mike, there's a lot of uh, races during there throughout the year that uh, drivers from the region want to win. Being that this is not a uh, race uh, that is in the region, people still do want to win, and some actually hold that in higher regard than some of the races uh, from around where you guys are from. Um, what would it mean to you and kind of your career as a sports modified racer to get it done here at Charlotte? Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, it would be... It'd probably be surreal and it might take till, you know, I'm driving home to really realize what the heck I just accomplished. But, you know, I I mean, it's on the list. I'd love to win it. 
I'd love to etch my name in the history book as you know one of the winners of that. Um, but it, it's all got to start with a well-prepared race car, and you have to trailer down there with the confidence that your car is as best it can possibly be, and you know what you have. Um, as it stands right now, my car is ready to be loaded. Uh, probably loaded up tonight. Uh, just get ready. Um, I'm 100% confident in that car. I've been through it front to back since uh, since Oswego. Uh, everything seems to be in order. Uh, everything works as it should. So we're coming down there with a pretty good piece, um, despite the year of the frame. So I'm going to give it everything I got, and not, I'm not going to hold anything back. Um, it's the last race of the year. What I mean, if you break something, you've got all year to fix it. So um, I, I, I'm coming down there. It would be it'd be pretty awesome if I could pull it off, but. We'll just, we'll just, uh, we'll see where it falls. Well, we know they say that Super Dirt Week is racing's biggest party, but uh, Mike, I think we both know, I think it would be one heck of a party for you if you were able to get that wind on. How big would that party be for you? Uh, it'd probably be pretty big. I'm not going to lie. I might have, uh, I, if, if we're able to win, uh, maybe we'll stay a couple extra days. Uh, I don't know. Uh, hang out, enjoy it. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'll play it by ear. But if I if I end up end up taking a checker flag on Saturday night and I'm holding that check in victory lane, we're gonna drink some beer after. I can promise you that because we're not leaving until Sunday, regardless. There we go. That's what I was looking for. I, I had no doubt in my mind with that at all. Well, Mike, we want to thank you for joining us and for fans that are coming down to the Dry Dean Extreme. Oh, wrong one. Dry Dean World Short Track Championships. Not just they're yet. all they're all they're not all coming here. Yeah. If you've ever met Mike Fowler, there's never a dull moment. That's for sure. Mike, thanks for thanks for being here, man. No problem. Thanks a lot. I uh, welcome any fans or anybody that's listening to this or comes across me. Stop in, say hi. Uh, love to chat with people, meet new people. I, just, I enjoy it. Mike Warren eating food. Shocker, shocker, shocker. Mike Warren coming to a concession stand near you, race fans, or even a, a driver that's cooking uh, near you if you want to meet Mike Warren. But nonetheless, uh, Talking about chicken, let's talk about Manscaped. Uh, do you know what's, especially since it's Halloween week, we can't forget about this one. You know what's spookier than seeing a black cat on Halloween? It's shaving your balls with anything other than Manscaped. When it comes to below-the-waist grooming, there's no need to carve your pumpkins as Halloween because Manscaped is here to upgrade your grooming experience. Go from a bite-sized candy bar to a king-sized candy bar and join the 2 million men worldwide by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with code sticksignals 21 also visit store.worldofoutlaws.com for all your merchandise. Of course, World Finals next week. You want to be prepared for that, whether it's a watch party or you're joining us at the dirt track at Charlotte Motor Speedway and uh, Dirt Vision presented by Dryden. As I mentioned, I watched uh, Millbridge this past weekend and it was pretty cool. You had like Christopher Bell and um, Nick Hoffman and, and a bunch of other guys uh, there. And it was actually a, a pretty good little show. I ain't going to lie. 40 laps around Millbridge with the midgets was pretty fun. So you have uh, obviously night one of the world short track championship live on dirt vision presented by Dryden on thursday along with uh, millbridge speedway and uh, lawton speedway also a second night of the uh, world short track championship and then the world of outlaws nos energy drink sprint cars at devil's bowl speedway out in texas out in my neck of the woods by the way 
uh, World Short Track Championship as well, the finale there on October 30th. And then you have Millbridge, uh, Carolina Micro Showdown, uh, both nights on there, along with uh, the World Finals upon us. So you don't want to miss it. It's all at dirtvision.com. Get your subscription today and a fast pass, I should say, fast pass uh, and platinum fast pass and watch every lap live. And me and Mick and Mike have talked about it, the, the update, the, the app, the website. It just looks so 2021. You know, it screams modern and it's a lot of great stuff on their content. And I, I know some fans. Uh, a fan uh, retweeted, uh, not retweeted, commented, Mick, uh, they were watching the, the Votto race from the Outlaws from last year in 2020. So, yeah, don't forget you have the vault option on there and all that good stuff. So as with that, race fans, have fun this weekend, whether you're going to celebrate Halloween at a racetrack or at home with a gathering, whatever it is, be have fun, be safe, or it's a watch party for the World Tour Track Championship. Um, but, yeah, hey, have a great weekend. Happy Halloween, and we'll be back next week to bring you another treat here on Stick Signals. And get ready for the most powerful late models on the planet, joined by the World of Outlaws, NOS Energy Sprint Cars. And I'm going to say it for my good friend Mike, or uh, yeah, Mike, the Super Blocks, <laughs> the Big Block Modifieds, next week at the Dirt Track at Charlotte Motor Speedway for the World Finals. We'll see you all next week, everyone. Have a great week. Have a fun Halloween. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.